Blog Talk Radio. Right here with your girl, Nakia. What's going on, guys? I forgot to ask you last night, you know. Um, I got so, so, so into the music that was being played. I forgot to ask you, were you guys still behaving? You know what I'm saying? Are you still um, adhering to all of the guidelines that have been put in place by your city or your state? You know, or are you still out there wilding? You've been to, what, 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 what beach was it? Like Myrtle Beach and then um, Virginia Beach? And, you know, how have you been there in the past couple of weeks? You need to go be tested. Y'all heard about that? No? Well, I just told you. Go look it up. You know, while we're talking about beaches, uh, y'all y'all know how I am with the men, right? So I had this guy tell me today. He was like, hey. And I was like, hey. And he was like, so, you know, when are we going to do this weekend thing? And I'm like, what? <laughs> he was like, when are we going to do this weekend thing? And I was like, bro, you, do you not know what's going on in the world? And you talking about this weekend thing? And he was like, nah, I just want to go to the beach and ride jet skis. And I was like, what? I'm all ethnic. What are you talking about riding jet skis and stuff? Like, my, the first thing that popped into my head is like, oh, boy, trying to take me to the beach and drown me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because why? why? I, I, you know, other than like Cardi being offset, I ain't really seen ethnic people on the jet skis and stuff. So what are you doing? You know, that was my first thought. But then I said, you know what? Um. You know, you always pray for things, right? And as long as you stay sheltered in your own bubble, things are not going to um, progress for you, you know? So uh, as Kako talked about yesterday morning on My Struggle is My Strength right here on Monday Morning Motivation, you know, he talked about discipline. And it is so important that, you know, in, in certain areas of your life that you are being disciplined, you know? But he also talked about a few weeks ago about growth not using this time that we're in to be lazy and complacent, but to um, grow. So I always have to be mindful of the things that I pray for. And um, staying home and not going to the beach and riding jet skis, you know, that's not going to bring me growth, all right? So <laughs> y'all don't hear from me next week. Y'all know that dude down me, okay? Because <laughs> I'm going to the beach and we riding on jet skis. Today's the 30th of June. We have are closing out the month of June. Uh, we are closing out Black Music Month. Um, doesn't it seem like since March, you know, it took us six months to get through the middle of March until the 31st of March and then April and then May and then June have just flown by. Like it's going to be December before you know it. Uh, and I'm hoping things get better, you know, when, when we get to December. Um, but yeah, we're closing out the month of July next month. I'm so excited because, 
uh, Indy Fire will have been on the air for three years next month. The show's uh, four seasons for three years on the 17th of July. So I am super excited for what July is going to bring. I, um, I will let you all know that our, our town hall um, meeting on the racial and social injustice that's been going on throughout the world uh, will be on Thursday the 16th. Y'all throw some numbers up at me. Yes, Thursday the 16th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's when we're going to bring in, you know, um, artists, entrepreneurs, um, activists, um, anyone who's, quote, unquote, on the front lines right now um, protesting and positively um, spreading the message that needs to be spread right now for all that is going on throughout the world. And I have to continue to say the world not just here, you know, because we have so many brothers and sisters in um, other countries that have, you know, put this plate on and feel like, you know, they're connected to the U.S. in some way. And if it's nothing more than, you know, using their platforms to promote, you know, talking about uh, the rock band pressure in, in Sweden, you know what I'm saying? If it's no more than to use your platforms to promote or actually being like the people in Tokyo and out 3,500 strong, you know, the peaceful protest, um, whatever it is, how we all collectively felt everything that is going on in the U.S., you know, and I got a lot of people that, you know, um, with different opinions, you know, and different ideas and, and, and ideologies and how they feel like, you know, we should be handling things right now. So we're going to bring all those people together on the 16th of July, 630 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to air it out, right? Melissa, get your feelings out. Say what you need to say. We actually have someone who wrote. We got a lot of people that have written music. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have those artists on the show and um, play their their music. And, you know, um, hopefully by the end of the show, built up, you know, tensions um, that are flowing through people right now, a lot of that will be released. All right? So make sure that you are tuning in to that show on the 16th. Okay, the rest of the month is pretty much filled up. I think we might have one spot available. Um, you know who to get at if you're interested in securing that one spot. I don't want to talk no more. I'm so excited to have my guest here this evening. Uh, y'all know I like to um, pick the brains of people that are kind of on the same level as me or as me, right? So that's no different this evening with the young lady that I do have here with me this evening. Let me see, can I pull the bio up? I can't even tell you guys how I'm in here working tonight. It's it's mad crazy. All right, so my guest for this evening is Natasha Brewer. She grew up using her creativity as an escape while she dealt loneliness and her parents' battling addictions. As a teenager, she became very rebellious, cutting school, drinking, hanging in the streets, and even ran away once. In high school, she joined the marching band and regained focus. Being a flag girl afforded her the opportunity to be a part of a community, build relationships, travel places she never would have traveled, and grow her love of music and creativity. Natasha has always been driven to do better and be better. She worked her way up from a secretary to an IT project manager for one of the top U.S. healthcare providers. The journey over the years has not been easy. There were several pivotal moments that changed the trajectory of Natasha's life, but she continues to persevere. In 2019, Natasha closed her company, Resonation Entertainment Group, 
to reconstruction or to restructure and refocus. In 2020, she launched Everlasting TV LLC. Uh, 628 was that like two days ago on Roku? Yeah, that was two days ago. Wait, 2020? We in 2020? Oh, look, a new, a first, yes. <laughs> and Roger and Brewer Studios LLC, which is the date to be determined. The mission of both entities is to change the narrative of what entertainment is and give up and coming artists a platform to share their positive, inspiring messages with the world. In addition to launching her new business, she is set to release her first feature film that she wrote, produced, acted in, and directed in November 2020 titled Violet Bloom. Natasha uses her life's testimony to uplift and help others through their pain. Everything that was laid before her would seem she would lose, but by the grace of God, she recognized her value, her voice, and her purpose and is determined to win and take many as she can with her. In addition to the many hats she wears, and yes, she does, she cherishes being a child of God, a wife, and a mother. Any final listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, Ms. Natasha Brewer. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? I am good, yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You are so very welcome. And let me go ahead and, and, and offer my thanks to you as well. You could have been anywhere this evening, but you are here giving so freely of yourself and your time to be able to share with me and my listening audience and just provide us with everything it is um, that you do and why you're so passionate about the things that you do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm so, so honored wanna, to uh, be here. Go ahead. I want to jump right in um, this. Uh, when I tell you I have about four four things going on right now, and I'm, I'm trying to read from one area. I'm trying, oh, here's all my stuff. Yes, you know what? God always works in seriously. He really does. He really does. I, I'm does tell he? You, I'm, I'm all around. Two monitors up. Uh, I got the iPad up. I got the laptop up. I got two cell phones up. Trying to um, look at it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You know what? Because I was going to say, you guys forgot to do that, and then I was actually going to just do it again. But um, we've been having some technical difficulties with the platform, you know, for a couple of weeks. And so I just wanted to make sure that I had everything like it should be. But I think everything is kind of flowing like it should right now. Yeah, I'm happy. All right. So I really, I just want to jump right into this because uh, let me let me get the bio in front of me so I can really read it. Because, you know, due to character restrictions, we had to take out a small part of your bio. It's a very small part. Okay. Um, but I do know uh, it was the trajectory of your life, there we go, um, yes. that caused you to yes. continue to persevere. Now, I know there were some dates and I know there were some issues that, that happened. Um, I want to start right there because I want to show people that no matter what you go through in life, um, there's always purpose. Um, right. And I feel like, you know, I don't resent anything that I've gone through in life, nothing, because I felt like every trial, 
every tribulation, every obstacle, every setback was just a way to uh, build the foundation for the woman I am today, you know, and uh, the things that I read, you know, that caused uh, these issues, you know, throughout your life, I thought, you know, it takes a person with most definitely a connection to the most high, um, but somebody who has something within them that they have to get out, they have to be able to express to other individuals because, you know, your testimony could, could always help someone else. So talk about the things that you went through, you know, prior to, say, 2018, when you finally um, closed your company and, and went on another path to launch Everlasting TV. Um, just talk about some of the things that you have. And so we can show people, you know, that your testimony um, or the trials that you went through is now your testimony and, and show them how you're able or you were able to persevere. What happened? Okay. No problem. If I can, if you don't mind, I would like to step back a little further back just to show how good God is and how he has, like, these, like, I agree with you so wholeheartedly that nothing I went through was for naught. You know, it helped me to be the person I am today. From when I was in high school, I was, a, I was involved in a drive-by shooting, right? And to be shot in front of my school on the way home on the streets of D.C. is like, okay. Then in 96, 97, I got into some trouble, and I actually lost my mom to cancer when I was pregnant with my child, you know, my first child, my first son, right? So just dealing with that and then becoming a mom without her, you know, that was like a learning experience. But I always said that having him kind of, saved me, kind of got me on the right track, kind of got me focused knowing that I have to take care of him. I have to be the mom that he needs and for me to, you know, push forward. So in, in 2017 was another pivotal moment for me where I was actually separated from my husband at the time, and I lost my job of close to 20 years. And and we had been, my husband and I had been together for close to 20 years at that time, and or a little over 20 years. And to be without you look those like two you're things. like 20. That, what are you talking about, 20 years? You look like you're not more like 25. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm sorry. We've been together since 95, right? Wow. Yeah, over 20 years, right? So those two things, I basically grew up. We grew up together. So to have those two things taken away at that moment, it was like, well, who am I without them? And just to take that time in 2017 to develop my relationship with God and to find me was so eye-opening. And I recognized the importance of renewing the mind and being focused. And, you know, I've always been like an organized and – what you call it, driven person. But at that point, I re- it really shifted my drive. It shifted my focus, and it helped me to operate in another level, like a level of excellence that I hadn't operated mm. in before. And in 2017, I, I wrote my first book, um, Love Song. And at that point, I shifted from focusing on music to 
and I expand it into all these other areas, right? So it's been quite a fulfilling journey, and every step of the way I've learned more and more about myself, my purpose, and the passion I have to help people to grow, to renew their mind, to find their purpose. And with my background in IT and project management, you know, I know how to put the plan together. I know how to, you know, identify (laughs) everything, you know, those tasks you need to complete your goals. So I'm all about goals and execution. So that's how I've, that's what, um, what made me who I am today. And I have to say, um, and I know the words probably those who may be listening are like, what? But I think you were taking on such a, a phenomenal journey. Um, like I said, I don't look at anything that I've gone through or, or experienced or, or witnessed, you know, any setbacks and, you know, any of the tears that I've had to, to that, that have poured. I don't look at any of that as, you know, nothing more than, laying the foundation for where I am today. And I feel like everything that you went through, you know, people always say God takes you through these things for a particular reason. And at the time, you don't know what the reason is, you know what I'm saying? And it may be decades later Mm -hmm. when you realize, when it finally hits you, I've been walking in my purpose all this time. Um, And it wasn't until, you know, I had to get to my lowest level that I realized, you know, what it is that, I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I talk to people about that all the time. You know, you, um, so many things you may have wanted for your life, that wasn't what you were predestined to do or or to become or to even be like. So, you know, um, you mentioned having to take that time to just reflect and reconnect. And, you know, I, I think it is so important now with all of this downtime that we are all facing that we are able to grow um, in one way or another. If it's, you know, your creative side, um, if it's, you know, you you want to um, start a new business, you know what I'm saying? Um, whatever right. it is, this is the perfect opportunity right now to be able to um, expand upon everything that you've held within you for so long. And for me, mm-hmm. um, for me, when all of this started, People were just in an uproar. They were anxious. You know, they were depressed. They were fearful, you know, because this is something that has never occurred. And, you know, they they didn't know what to expect. And, you know, they didn't know how things were going to be from one day to the next with people losing employment. And, you know, people just had all of these thoughts. And for some reason, I felt a peace that I have never felt Mm -hmm. in my life, ever. And I I would ask my close friends, like, am I crazy? You know what I'm saying? Am I crazy? Because while other people are stressing, you know, and, and crying daily and wondering what's going to happen, what's if, and you know what I'm saying? I'm just at peace. Right. Like nothing can bother me. You know what I'm saying? And right. And then yeah. uh, in that moment or in, you know, in those moments, I found my my faith being restored. Um, like never before. And when I tell people, you know, you can have peaceful moments, you know, as a mother, them kids are gone for the weekend. You got a peaceful moment. You can sit in your bathtub and relax. You know what I'm saying? You've got a peaceful moment. But this peace, I tell you, I have never felt in my life. And it just gave God the opportunity to pour to me 
and mm-hmm. gave me a better understanding of what my purpose really is. And so I've watched so right. many creative things happen to me, you know, and those who are surrounded by me in the last three months. It is just, it's been amazing. You know what I'm saying? I step right. back, I used to question, I used to question why certain things happen to me, you know. Um, they were good things, but I just thought, like, I wasn't the, the right person to be able to receive what was being uh, poured over and into me. And I stopped mm-hmm. questioning that. You know, last year I was like, you know what, God aligned you up with particular people people for a particular reason. These people that, you know, right. he's placing you in contact with right now, um, they're not going to be your, you know, seasonal people. They're going to be those who are there for a particular reason. You know what I'm saying? So don't right. sleep on the opportunities that he's laying in front of you. And um, I find myself just telling people that all the time, like, stop questioning, you know, think about things, you know, what right. are you saying? Or the scripture, the praise of the righteous is they was much. You know what I'm saying? Think about right. things that you may have prayed about years ago or that you spoke into existence years ago and people were praying on your behalf for those things that you wanted then. You know, and all of a sudden when they come to fruition, you're just like, whoa, what happened? Right. Where did that come from? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I was telling people, you know, you have to remember because what the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so if you um, have said it years ago and forgot about it, you know, you apply that mustard seed faith and then boom, look, look, look at all the things that are happening now. You know what I'm saying? So I, right. I think everything that you went through was a phenomenal journey, even though, you know, uh, everything that, you know, there weren't some, a lot of good times, but it was a phenomenal journey. To, to bring you to the point you are right now. And so for those of you who, you know, you've read her bio or you listen to her bio and you see all that she's accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Just know that behind all of these accomplishments, there was a journey. You know what I'm saying? There was a, um, a lot of tragedy that she had to go through right. to get to where she is now. And know that, you know, when you see a person like this, when you hear a person like this that is going through all of this and look at them now, know that any and everything is possible for you and your life as well, all right? I'm sorry. Sometimes I get guests that kind of get me on another level. So I'm going to bring it back in. I really am. We're going to bring it back in. I know that you have so much going on. I know when I read the, when I read your resume, not your bio, when I got, I think I got your resume first. When I read that, I was yeah. like, dang, like I need to polish up on my resume because, you know what I'm saying, things that you forget to list, you know, everything, you guys, everything. We're going to put them on the website, yeah. guys. So you can and in the blog post, so you can just read her her website. I'm sorry, her resume in its entirety and see that this woman is the real deal. All right. Uh, when you first started Resonation Entertainment, you know, group, what was your uh, mission at the outset of starting that company? So when I started that company, it was all about changing the sound in the music industry. Basically, everything I do is about inspiring and motivating. So I didn't, my first project was called the Infinite Love Project, which was sparked off of, you know, inspiring self-love. And each song was basically about overcoming some form of abuse, whether, you know, self-hatred, physical abuse, uh, thoughts of suicide. So it was all about showing people the importance of love. So when I started Resonation Entertainment Group, it was like, I need to flood the world with love. I need to show people that all we need is love. And um, 
from that, uh, it was more of publishing music and uh, literary. When I started, when I started writing, I still had Resonation Entertainment Group. So that was all about putting that message to the world. And with such a a powerful mission and vision, how did you, you know, how did you, how did that dissolve? At that time, you know, I wasn't, at one point around 2018, 2019, I wasn't as driven towards that. You know, I was losing my interest in music. So I started writing more. I started being involved in, um, I started my first retreat last year, the New Your Mind retreat, and I just shifted focus, and I kind of lost my oomph for music. And I knew that I couldn't just keep holding on to it just because it was a part of my, you know, history. Mm -hmm. And you know, and God moves you into different seasons. So sometimes right. we delay our new season because we're trying to hold on to that past right, thing. Right. And it was so it was actually liberating and freeing to actually shut that down because it's like, okay, now I can focus on something else. So it wasn't even a hard decision for me. You know, some people are like, you know, it's your baby basically. Right. But we have to kind of let go of those old things so we can walk into our new. I don't think I've ever had um, an artist, songwriter, musician say that they have let it down and not picked it back up. And um, I, you have to be the first that I've heard say that for me. Um, mm-hmm. I was an artist a couple of years ago, probably like six years ago. And for me, it was a hobby. You know, I love singing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy singing. And the label that I work with uh, felt like, you know, you should be doing more to promote yourself and focus on, you know, your brands and, and all of that good stuff. And I have to keep reminding them, you know, I'm actually an a and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't take this seriously. Right. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, like, I, the label had, like, four different um, shows, like, music video shows, and they actually, um, they were my introduction into a podcasting, you know, six, seven years mm-hmm. ago, and I thought, you know, I can't do this singing thing anymore. I don't, that's not my passion. That's not where I'm at, you know, so let me, right. let me step over here and try you know, um, the shows, and oh my gosh, like, I love the production of, you know, the music video show, I love doing the commercials, I love doing the voiceovers, you know, I love my voice being on the radio, but not in the same, you know, aspect of, you know, you having to hear me sing, I didn't like it like that, I like the radio presentation is what I love, you know, and so um, one of my hosts, you know, once we split from the label, we decided to, we were only like in hiatus, maybe like seven months. And we both said to ourselves, like, no, like radio presentation is our thing, you know, like we need to get back into this. And um, because that's what we're passionate about, you know what I'm saying? And so we did, we started Indie Fire like three and a half years ago. And, you know, he got a little lazy, so I had to let him go. 
But for me, right. you know, this is this is like my um, I call it my kryptonite. But I have to remember, you know, everything is we we black now. So um, if we've never been right. black before, we are really black now. So my vibranium, you know what I'm saying? Being on air, right. that's my vibranium, you know. So um, right. But for me, you know, yeah, like and that, music was a hobby. So that's interesting. Yeah, and I look at music that. as like that. I look at music like as my stepping stone, you know, like a step into right, right, right. entertainment. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I have picked up the pen again, like a couple of times and I got a couple of songs done, but it's like, it feels forced now where okay. initially it was just flow. So, and it's like, all right, it's, it's time to stop <laughs> when I have to force a verse yeah. out. So yeah. it's like, nah, it, but it helps me now because I know the business side of music and the right. television side because I know about con- the contract pieces and all synchronizations mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I look at that resonation entertainment as the knowledge or foundational piece I needed for now. Got you. Got you. So what, what paved the way to launching um, – Everlasting TV. And this is so brand new, right? Am I looking start, at these dates correctly? Yes. The 28th Sunday yes. <laughs> was our official was like, launch day on Roku. Catalyst for Everlasting TV. So when I was right, finishing up my script for Violet Bloom, I was developing my distribution strategy for the film. And I'm like, start looking at different options and then you know, just prayer, and God was like, you're you're thinking too small. You know, we tend to put him in a box and, like, no, that's, Mm. you have to think bigger. And so I started researching. I'm like, oh, hey, I could do this. (laughs) With God, I can do anything. Anything, that's right. It just breakfast, right? And it started in March of this year, and he was talking to me about building, just build the foundational things and, you know, connecting with people virtually, of course. But Mm -hmm. it's just like it just (laughs) sprung up. It just sprung up (laughs) this year in March. So in the midst of the pandemic, like you said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny that you said that. my daughter is a, a sophomore in college, and she's a fashion merchandising and consumer studies major. And so, like, all summer she's been, you know, just um, designing, um, redesigning, decorating clothes, and, you know, just um, seeing what she's learned over the past year, making it applicable to, you know, this downtime that we're in right now. And right. So she was going to start, like, a T-shirt business. You know, everybody's on the T-shirts right now. She's going to start a T-shirt business, and um, I was all for it last week. You know, let's let's go out, buy the cricket, you know, get the heat press. You know, we're going to do all of that. But there comes a time when, and it happens to me a lot, I always act and just, you know, do things without confronting or, or consulting God. You know what I'm saying? And right. Those are the things, when yep. you just jump out on things like that, or he hasn't spoken to you and told you that that's what you need to do. He hasn't given you confirmation on what you need to do. People wonder why um, you don't prosper. 
and in certain areas right. of your life. Because you out here jumped on it, you know, on your own, and you didn't take it to him, you know, and say, is this what you want me to do? Is this the direction that you want my life to go in? You didn't confront with him. Right. And so I, I said on it, even though I thought, you know, we priced everything, and but I didn't feel motivated to move on it at all because I didn't mm-hmm. talk to him about mm-hmm. it. I thought, you know, and I felt like, you know, maybe she could do something else, you know, whatever. Set on the back burner. Well, Monday morning, today's, today's Tuesday, so Sunday morning. Right. It was Sunday morning. I was in bed, and um, I saw a post that somebody, you know, posted on Facebook, and I was like, wow, like that would be a really good idea for a business, you know? And then I fell asleep. And then I woke back up like 20 minutes later, and I had all of these ideas, and I started researching everything really quickly, and I started sending my daughter screenshots of this and, you know, um, telling her to go check this page out and airdropping this picture to her. And, you know, by the end of Sunday, we had a business name. We knew what we were selling. Um, we knew, like, the, the packaging. We, we knew everything. Yesterday was Monday. Wow. She ordered. She got mm-hmm. the logo ordered Sunday night. Our you know, our graphic designer sent the logo last night or this morning around midnight. You know, she sent so many variations to be able to use the logo in. Um, and we, the first day was like Instagram was creative, like Facebook was creative. Like I'm working on the website now. You know what I'm saying? And we right. are going to launch next week. We are going to launch. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. um, when you, it's not my business. I know people are just like, yeah, I'll tell you what you're doing. You know, it's not mine. I'm just helping her, you know, get on her feet and going with it. But when you right. sit still and you allow him to cool you and through you, you know, um, all right. of your, everything, your creative side, all of that, I think all of it comes out. And so I'm just, um, it's the perfect time, you know, for her to be able yeah. to launch this business. And, and we waited or I waited until, you know, he spoke to me and said, hey, this is what you need to do, or this is what you need to do for her, you know, so that she can get right. her foot in the door, you know, as an entrepreneur. And so I, I believe wholeheartedly that it is so important to be able to um, forget the things that you want to do. You know, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I didn't think that way. Everything had to revolve around what I want to do, and I had to be the one to make it happen. And it took me years right. to understand that that's not how life works. That's not how life works. So I understand what you say about, you know, the launch of of um, Everlasting TV. And the fact when you said March, I'm like, because I'm still looking at this date, like 628, that was two days ago, you know. But when you allow right. him to lead you, you know what I'm saying, when he can lead you through um, all of this, then, yeah, you can watch the turnaround time come in, in, in a month, two months, you know what I'm saying, start from the bottom, yeah. two months later, you're on the top, you know. When you allow him to yeah. properly lead you, so uh, congratulations yeah. on on that right there. Um, Thank you. And I always tell people when they, because I had like a uh, summit not too long ago, and uh, it was called Renew Your Mind, Focus in Chaos, and I referred to this time wow. as the big the big reset. You know, I think God is oh, using yeah, this time yeah. for people to reset and yeah. to. And I was been talking to people all since we've been, you know, quarantined and in the house. Don't waste this time. When are you going to get this time again? And this is like the season of acceleration. Like you said, ideas are flowing. You know, 
opportunities are coming. You're building businesses in weeks when it would take you yeah. months. So it's like use this time wisely, people. I am. I don't know how I can stress it <laughs> any harder or any stronger, but do not waste this reset. I hope you didn't copyright that or trademark it because I'm going to be saying that all the time. Now I'm going to give you a due credit. You know, that's for sure. I'm going to give you your due. But, yeah, um, we talk about, you know, I work for the New York State Department of Labor, and uh, we uh-huh. talk with, um, you know, claimants all day long, and uh, they're calling for one reason or the other, you know, mostly to figure out where their unemployment is. But um, uh-huh. Something that, you know, a lot of us run across is if you have a password or a PIN number and you may have forgotten it, and so you need a system reset in order to be able to go back in and create the new password or the new PIN. And so right. uh, I say that all the time, every day. I say that, yep, I got you. I'm going to help you, you know, to reset your PIN, um, or point you in the right, right direction to reset your password. But reset has never resonated so deeply in my spirit. Yeah. When you just said it, because that right now is the perfect time. You know, like I said earlier, people should not use this time. You're out of work, you know, for whatever reason, and Mm -hmm. you haven't gone back to work, you know, but you've become a little lazy. You're you're overeating. You know what I'm saying? You're just thinking Mm -hmm. this is is it. I'm going to just collect my unemployment check, and this is going to be how it is. You know what I'm saying? And you're not doing anything, but this is the perfect time. You want to see growth in, in everything that you do. You do need to do a system reset from head to toe of your own self, yes. you know, um, and, and then watch how he's able to pour into you and then watch the growth. Watch the things that you have slept on on yourself for years, you know. I'm, I have a vivid, very, very vivid imagination and have wanted to mm-hmm. put books out for years. You know, people are constantly right. telling me you have so many books in you. And I felt like, yeah, right. I'm always busy. I don't have time to sit down and write a book. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't have time to do yeah. can I speak what I know and somebody else write it for me. Like I don't have time for that, you know? <laughs> and so but now is the perfect time because you can't do anything. You're grounded. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You gotta exactly. stay still. And in moments when you're not allowing um the thoughts of the world or, you know, things to distract you, that is in those moments that he is able to actually uh, make you listen and understand that this is what you need to be doing. You know, so it is now the perfect opportunity um, for all of you who have had uh, ideas and, and, you know, your gifts bottled up and not using them. Perfect opportunity. If you just sit still long enough and let him speak to you, just watch. Watch what happen. Watch. Yes, and trust him to, you yeah. know, that it will happen. You know, what yeah. he said, his his words don't come back void. If he said it, it's going to be. So you got to trust and believe and, you know, we trip our own self up by being unbelievers, you know. That's right. So, <laughs> you, know, uh, like, you know, we were talking about that last night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So when it comes to um, your business, when I I read your bio, I I saw, you know, such an amazing woman, so many accomplishments. But for you, you know, what do you attribute all of this success to? 
to God, you know. Um, my aunt always says, right, like, talk to her. <laughs> um, I talked to her. She was like, girl, you're not that smart. <laughs> so it got to be God-given. <laughs> so, so he has blessed me with many talents, and I – I think back and I tell people when they're trying to figure out, like, their purpose and what they're meant to do, I always tell them, think back to when you were a kid. What did you love? And when I think back, I always love, like, creating. I, you know, making something out of nothing is what I remember as a kid. And I think in, you know, spending time and developing my craft, and I think that attributed to what I have been able to accomplish, and my also my um, PM skills have played a big part because there's structure. You know how to manage because everything you do is a project, you know, from changing right. your drapes in your house to producing an album. It's a project. Yeah. So having that structure and those, you know, how to manage, how to estimate your budgets, how to manage, all of that, those skills played a significant role in the things I've been able to accomplish. What's been the most challenging part of your role? Um, the challenge, most challenging part is kind of taking off the creative hat because I could just create, create, create. And, you know, focusing on the marketing, focusing on, you know, it, those um, strategies to grow your business. So that's the hardest part for me because I could create all day. So just balancing it. And one of the things that has been spoken to me several times is make sure when you start something, you finish it. And Mm -hmm. I used to have a habit of starting something and just move on to the next thing, but you have to see things through. And as I, in this season of my life, I'm in that mode where I can't start on something else until I finish something. So that's been the biggest challenge in taking off that creative hat. You're a creative. You know how it is. Yeah. The yeah. ideas keep flowing and you have to, you're like, oh, that's a, that's a good one. So you start down this road and you're like, oh, you know, you like, like a <laughs> right. cat chasing a little yeah. bouncing little, little ball. So just being grounded and, Truly focusing is, you know, what I would say to anybody who's trying to, you know, um, produce and to execute and to get their products out there. You have to focus. So you wear so many hats. Um, It was kind of hard for me to pick and choose, you know, how to describe you as an author, Mm -hmm. producer, a speaker, um, a director, you know, a host. Um, there, there's just so many um, positions, you know, titles, hats that right. you wear. Um, but how do you keep your show or your station visible and involved in the community and not allow, you know, all of these hats that you wear to keep you um, unfocused and, and not grounded because um, I, I know it has to be hard um, to, I, I think I read, I read in your bio, you know, that you have um, wrote, you produced, you acted in, mm-hmm. and you directed, 
you know, Violet Bloom that's, that's releasing in November of this year. Um, so how do you wear all these hats and then find time to promote the show, you know, the station, be visible in the community? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you find time to do all of that? So a lot of late nights, (laughs) all jokes aside, what I've learned over the years is that I can't do everything myself. And so it's important to have, like, people you can trust and people that support you, um, you know, and delegation. You can't – you're not an island out here. So you have to be able to have people around you that you depend on and that you can trust. Time management, you know, making sure that I'm going to go back to my PM skills on how to organize. So before I start any project, I plan it out. I have my schedule, and I know what I can work on, when I can work on it, and how to shift. So it's anything that you do, you have to plan initially before you take any steps. So I think that's the biggest thing that helps me is I'm extremely organized. <laughs> yeah, that that is that's me. And um when people see my, you know, home office, they're like, "Oh my goodness, like for, for one, I have sticky notes in like seven different colors mm-hmm. and they're everywhere. The desk, the wall, you know what I'm saying, the hutch, the monitors, right. they're they're everywhere. Um Right. And I just believe that, you know, I also plan my day the next day. I plan it the night before, you know, there, mm-hmm. and I don't like to be shifted. I don't like to be shifted at all from what I see, you know, on that planner for the next day. Like I got a thousand mm-hmm. things to do and they have to go in this order. And, right. You know what I'm saying? So I know all about right. uh, the organization. And if I didn't, I work off like five different um planners or calendars, paper right. ones. And then two and and both phones have two, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I've always on top of things, you know, make sure the organization is yeah, people say my kids be like, Ma, you just O C D on everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I from it works best for me. It works best. Yeah. You know? Um if not Yeah, if you're not you know, managing Yeah, if you're not managing yourself it's just chaos. <laughs> So unorganized, unorganized chaos. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yes. So yeah, and I'm I know like that, you that I I don't like to deviate from my tracker. Uh, no, you know, no. So it's like, <laughs> uh, uh-uh, I gotta get this done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people will say, you know, they see me up a lot late at night. Uh, I'm talking mm-hmm. two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Oh, I got to be to work at eight, but um, I'm Same. up because that is <laughs> team no sleep. That is what, or, or the times when I am most creative. You know, I will drift off to sleep, and it feels like I slept for like two hours. When in actuality, it's only twenty minutes, and I'm being, you know, awakened in my deep slumber to jot some idea down, fall asleep again, sleep another ten minutes, and I'm waking up again. My most creative. Um, nest or my, my creative juices, they really flow when I'm asleep, you know, and so mm-hmm. I have to wake up, write stuff down, you know, fall back asleep again, and, and by the morning, like, I have, look, look what I've created, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. this is the plan that I've been waiting on, you know what I'm saying? 
It's so, um, you know, you never know when you're going to be used. I do. It's always at night and my sleep, 6.10 in the morning. He always wakes me up at 6.10 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So all of that that you jot down in the middle of sleep or, you know, in the middle of the night, now you can put all of that stuff together collectively and make it make sense. You know, because I might have like seven words here. And, like, five words here, like, I sleep with, you know, a journal in the bed with me and a phone in the bed. So I'll be able to just jump up, research it really quickly, jot it down, fall back asleep. Crazy. But I I tell people all the time, you know, um, anything that I've done and um, I've done it wholeheartedly, I have put everything, you know, into it. It's only because it was created at night in my sleep. If y'all see me slipping? Y'all know I talk right. about that stuff during the daytime. I did that in the daytime, you know, overlook the daytime <laughs> stuff. It's the nighttime. <laughs> and, you know, I'm most organized. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm most organized in the daytime, but yeah, I'm all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, I, I, I get it. I completely get it. I connect with you on that right there. Yeah. Um, every Every show host has their own unique um, strengths and weaknesses, but mm-hmm. in your opinion, um, what are some of the must-have qualities of a successful host? Um, I think flexibility, you know, don't be so <laughs> stiff, <laughs> you know, let things flow. Yes. Organization, you know, you can't forget what you had in mind. You know, you have a structure, you know, how you want it to go, but some things, some things may happen that's better than what you had in mind, and right. you just have to let things happen organically at times. So, and don't be so serious. <laughs> be like, yeah. yeah. I think that that's what I tell people. The best you know, way. before the show, I tell them we have a structure, we have a format. You know, and we do this, mm-hmm. and we do this, and we do this. But I always let them know that, you know, I kind of feed off people's spirits. And so right. I like to talk to them and connect with them prior to the show. That way it lets me know exactly in what direction I really need to go. You know what I'm saying? Forget the mm-hmm. format. Right. You know, um, I just, I, I kind of, you have to be flexible. And I've only asked that question to one other individual. And, you know, she's um, a producer and a director of her own show. And mm-hmm. she, that was her response as well. I remember she was, I think she was on the show like in March, but that was her response as well. You have to be flexible. And I had to learn that just yesterday. You know, we decided that um, people to connect with and network with on so many different mm-hmm. levels. And recently we have been afforded the opportunity to link up with some mainstream artists and um, mm-hmm. actors. And so uh, I had to realize at the last moment, you know, like yesterday, the guy his manager called me and he was like, yo, we got to cancel for tonight. You know, something came up. We got to cancel. Can I reschedule for next week for him? And I'm talking about the last minute. Show started 630. It's 612. You know, and I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Like, all this promo that I've done for this show, are you serious? Like, you really want, you know what, just let me know what day next week yeah. that we can accommodate him and, you know, we'll get him in. And so, you know, last night the guy actually texted me and he was like, you know, I'm sorry, this came up. And, and I said some few choice words because I'm thinking 18 minutes before the show starts, like that's so unprofessional. But I get it. You right. have to be able to be flexible, move, bend in different directions, you know. And I could have got somebody on the show last night 
Um, but I thought about it. You know, I've made so many other commitments since um, this pandemic started, and Bible study is one of those, you know. My church right. is hours right. away from me, but, you know, because of what we're going through, we can do things virtually now. And so um, right. that has become something that has been, uh, you know, important to me now, um, to be able to attend Bible study on Mondays. And so even though our show airs, you know, on Monday, it would put me getting there late. But last night, like, I felt like I just needed to be there. And, and you know, it was, um, I did. You know, once we got into the lesson, mm-hmm. I really did need to be there last night. And so I, again, you know, had to go back and say, you know, thank you, Lord, for just, um, I didn't want to do the show last night, no way, because I felt like I needed to be a Bible study. So you made it happen. Long you know, you made it. it happen. Just like you speak things into existence, you can think things into existence as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, right. I really had to learn to watch my thoughts um, mm-hmm. because I've just seen him just put so many things in front of me. And I'm just like, what? Wait a minute, but I wasn't ready. You know, but you thought right. about it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, flexibility, flexibility is a must. It really is. It's a must. It's a must. Absolutely. And I learned that late in life, too. Like, yes. But yes. I wanted to go this way. <laughs> That's not how I wanted, I wanted it. Right. <laughs> and you talked about that, too. <laughs> That's right. That is so, so very true. Um, so we'll have to forget what we had in mind and just let yeah. God flow. Let God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? As a as a host, um, I know that you've learned a lot. Um, but what pieces of advice can you offer to someone who who feels like they you know they want to make a show for their business or? For their brand, mm-hmm. you know, what piece of advice could you offer to that individual? Um, I would say my, one of the advice is, like, do it. You know, don't be afraid. Research. You know, don't limit yourself. You know, we have these ideas of, like, the, it's the ceiling, and that's as far as you can go. No. Break through it. Uh-uh. Bust it down. Um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, stop limiting yourself. And that's something I, you know, I told you about my journey. It's like, you think it's too small, no bigger. So don't limit yourself. And always think progress over perfection. You know, that hinders us a lot where we have to get it perfect. No. Mm. Get it as close to, you know, as good as you could get it. Right? Release it, and then you shift. You pivot. You see what works and what doesn't. But we get caught up on it has to be perfect, what people are going to think. No. Do what you feel. And, you know, you make edits as you go. But you have to just start. And and I think even though the question was posed, you know, uh, for someone who wants to make a show, you know, about their brand or their business. I think what she said, you know, we can make that applicable to every part of your life. You know, um, you have to just do it. You don't know whether you're going to fail or succeed if you just sit there with the thoughts 
in your head. Like, you got to step out on faith and really just believe, you know, um, this is what I want to do, and, and I need mm-hmm. to get it done, you know. And, and like right. you said, you know, stop focusing on being perfect at everything that you do um, because there is no perfect individual, you know what I'm saying? And so um, use each one of those errors that you make, you know, um, erase, subtract, mm-hmm. edit, deduct, you know, whatever you need to do to make the next round a little better than the last. You know, that that's a part of the growth process as well. You know, if you wrote a book right. last year and you sold, I don't know, 2,000 copies, then you would expect for your next book to do a little better. And so you yourself right. would have to dig a little harder within you to be able to do something that's going to be a little better than the first. So that's what you want in, in every, you know, aspect of your life. You want to be able to see, all right, I was here, and now I'm here. And now I'm here, and I want right. to go there. And now I've gotten there, and I look, oh, look at that over there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, right. yeah, stop focusing on um, being perfect and focus on the progress, as she said, as she eloquently stated, yes. I like that. What if, what <laughs> can we look forward to? I know you have uh, the film coming out. Like I had two like screenwriters. Yeah, I had Denora Boone on the show last week. She has a film that's coming out, also one of her books that um, just released called Quarantine Bay. And so um, okay. she talked about you know, and and you mentioned you know being self-taught on on a lot of things, and so. That was the same for her, you know, doing research and using YouTube and Google and, you know what I'm saying? Now she has this film that's coming out and a web series, you know, that she's doing. And so uh, what can we look forward to for Natasha Brewer? You know, talk about the the film just a little bit and what we can expect for that. And then, you know, what's going to happen after that? Sure. So the film, like like I said, I had to learn how to – write a screen like a script <laughs> so it was all learning so for Violet Bloom is about a young lady coming into her own she had some trials and tribulations but she never lost her hope or her focus but then there's a twist at the end that no one's going to expect <laughs> so um, the Violet Bloom was actually inspired by a song that I wrote a couple of years ago by the same title so it's about a woman blooming, you know, growing and, you know, recognizing that they're queens and they're royalty and they have to be treated as such and recognizing that. So that's basically what Ballad Bloom is all about. So that's definitely coming up. And then the channel just promoting and getting <laughs> exposure. I'm sorry. Huh? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but. You were describing, you know, the film, and uh-huh. in the back of, my, and then you said at the end of it, it's going to take a twist, right? So in my mind, yeah. um, then you go into talking about the woman and you know how she is 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 blooming, and and in my head this whole time I'm thinking twist, something really violent, and because mm. I've been reading, I've been saying violet, but I've been reading it as violent. And the funny thing is, my daughter has um, her business. One of the fragrances is called Violet Thunder, right? And so as we were uh-huh. creating all the, the um, promotion and everything, I kept saying Violet Thunder. 
violent thunder. Like, like we probably should not name that violent thunder. And she kept saying, Mom, but it's not. It's violet, like the color. You know? <laughs> and so to hear you go through this description, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to get real good at the end. Like, she done blossomed yeah. and whatever, and, you know, into this queen or whatever, and then she's going to get real it's gonna get tragic on the end because I've been reading it wrong the whole time, and it's it's. <laughs> all right, guys, please don't do that. It's violet bloom. All right, violet, violet. bloom. Not violet. The Lord's still working on me. He really is. He's still working on me. <laughs> We're all a work in progress for sure. <laughs> Some of us more than others, though. Some of us more than others. <laughs> all right. So, what's in store for you know the show? and um, Everlasting TV and, you know, being on Roku now, but I know you have expectations higher than just being on Roku. So so what do you have in store for us? We have a roadmap to get on other streaming platforms like Apple TV and Fire Stick and, you know, um, we have that plan, that roadmap. We have a phased approach for the content where now we're just doing video video on demand. Um, access to the um, content on the channel, but we'll eventually explore um, the next phase is to actually do live um, recorded streaming uh, in the next phase in the by fall. So it's a it's a pretty well thought out strategy. So just more content, more, and it's not just TV and movie. We have music videos on there. We have, you know, podcasts. So it's a good mix, like a one-stop shop for your entertainment. You don't have to go this place and that place. So uh, that's for Everlasting TV. And my my show, new season, launches in at the end of July. So we're starting a new thing, <laughs> a new structure um, for that show where we're getting more input from the audience in a segment okay. called Let Your Voice Be Let Your Voice Be Heard, where they um, weigh in on the uh, topic of the show each week. So people sending in videos, um, and they're, they're incorporated into the show. So it's super exciting. So getting more people involved. It's about building a community, and yes, that's yes. what one of the – absolute um, mission and our values is to build community. I love it. I love it. Uh, I want to open the floor up to you now so that you can get your contact information out. Let people know where they can um, watch the show, um, the times of the show, how they can submit, you know, um, information for the show, um, you know, and, of course, all of your social media information as well if they want to reach out to you for content you know if they want to get you on their show you know what i'm saying uh, the floor is now yours yes. to get all of your contact information out all right thank you so much so if you have questions or you can follow me on all social media at it's tasha b that's i-t-s-t-a-s-h-i-a-b that's on facebook uh, ig periscope uh, if you want to follow Everlasting TV, it's Everlasting TV on IG, Facebook, and Periscope. To watch the shows on the channel, you you have you can have watch it via Roku. Just add the Everlasting TV channel to your Roku your channel list, or and our website will be relaunched in about two weeks. Um, if you don't have Roku, you'll be able to watch the shows on the website in a couple of weeks. 
Uh, my website is, is TashaB.com, I-T-S-T-A-S-H-I-A-B. And what else, what else, what else? Um, if you want to be a part of the show, the segment that I've mentioned, Let Your Voice Be Heard, you can send an email to info at everlastingtv.com with the subject, Let Your Voice Be Heard, and you'll get a list of the topics that you can respond to. If you are a creator, if you're a music artist, videos, and you produce um, inspirational, motivational messaging, you can shoot an email to info at everlastingtv.com with the subject streaming opportunity. And will someone will reach back out to you to get you more information about how to be a part of the Everlasting TV movement. And I always say it's not just a channel, it's a movement. Yes, yes. All right, guys, you have no reason to sleep on any information that she just gave you. Um, you have no reason to be lost either because she provided every way to get in contact with her um, or, you know, stay informed about Everlasting TV. I'm super excited to see what happens um, from this point forward, and I cannot wait to be able to see uh, Violet Bloom. Violet, guys, the color. <laughs> Violet, not her Violet. <laughs> Yes, the color. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my daughter last night about changing. Hey, can we we need to change like this this name because I feel like I'm always going to be saying violent thunder. You know, because when you think of thunder, mm-hmm. like thunder's not soft and and mellow, and it booms. You know what I'm saying? And it scares people. Right. And so, yeah, violent thunder. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's violent, guys. All right. <laughs> Make right. sure that you are right back here on. Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know what? Today's Tuesday, right? We don't have yep. a show Thursday? No, I'm looking at the calendar. We don't have a show Thursday. All right, then. Monday morning, Motivation with Paso Moore right here on My Struggle is My Strength at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, giving you points of purpose um, for you to apply to your life uh, each and every day of the week. All right? That faith that you're missing, he makes sure that he pours it into you so it'll carry you throughout the remainder of the weekend, not just on Monday. And then back here at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for New Music Mondays. All right, we got a lot of big things in store for the month of July. Super, super, super excited. I want to say thank you again to Natasha Brewer for being able to join me here this evening. I told you we wasn't going to get to play that song because everything was just going to flow together. I ain't do no drops for nobody. I ain't do commercials. I ain't do nothing. Everything just flows perfectly. So, guys, uh, again, make sure that you're checking this door out on all of her social media networks and platforms. Uh, make sure that you are tuning in to uh, the show as well on the Roku channel. As she mentioned, if you do not have Roku in about two or three weeks, the website will be back up, and uh, you'll be able to watch it there. All right? Thank you so much again for being able to join me this evening, and uh, we'll be in touch. I promise you we will be in touch, guys, until uh, Monday, yeah? Monday, you guys have a good night.